Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos MBS, NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined, as every Friday night, by my uh, friend here, Mr. Ramiz Muhammad, and we're going to break down a wonderful uh, split slate here for Saturday. It's going to be a single-game showdown between the Mavericks and, and your Raptors, uh, and uh, there's going to be a three-game main slate as well. So we're going to break that all down for you real quick. Uh, but before that, we do that, I'm going to go ahead and just you know, plug this here. You guys should go get that DFS pass so you can talk to guys like me and Ramiz. Uh, it's only $4.99 a month, so go ahead and go grab that. It's super-duper-duper-duper-duper cheap. And so if you're, uh, you know, just dabbling and you need some uh, some news and some late-breaking news and, and how to incorporate that into your DFS lineups, that's going to get that for you. So DFS pass, four ninety nine a month. We've also got the Sports Ethos uh, 360, Ethos 360 pass that gets you fantasy pass and the wager pass as well. Uh, so let's get that out of the way. Go get it. Go buy it. And then you'll be able to talk to us more. But for me, we have a Steeler game slate here with the Raptors in the, uh, in the Mavericks. And... I kind of like this slate. You know, I normally don't play a whole lot of uh, single games, but I have some thoughts about this one. But let me uh, let you take the reins here. I've talked too much. So let me uh, hear your initial thoughts here about this uh, single game slate. Oh, man, this is a tough game, man. As a Raptors fan, especially, you're looking at so many injuries. You're guessing which starting lineup is going to be playing next. But this is definitely an interesting game. I do like this game. Especially from a single-game showdown, you know, you're always looking at your captain. I think it's pretty obvious on the most picked player probably between these two players will probably be Luka Doncic. I mean, at 18600 it is expensive, but man, like the next big value guy is Fred VanVleet, but he's questionable. So you're yeah. probably looking at an OG and an OV at 12000 and do you really want him being your captain? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's definitely interesting. What about you? What are you thinking? No, I think the same thing, man. I think um, so. Basically, what we're looking at here, and this is why I like this slate, because I think it's kind of an easy blueprint here. I think there's going to be not a lot of variation. I think the easiest thing to do, because you're going to have Pascal Siakam out, you have Scotty Barnes out. Uh, we've got Banton and, and Van Vliet questionable. I think they're trending towards playing, though. They've both been practicing, so uh, I think they're going to get out there. Precious Ochiwa is still out, and we've also got uh, Otto Porter Jr. still out as well. So, uh, you know, Raptors are down bodies. I think the easy thing to do here is to play Luka at your, your captain, get that guaranteed value there, and then play some of these cheaper Raptors. So, you know, when you're talking about that, there are some cheaper Raptors that I have some interest in, Remy's. And, you know, first and foremost, um, it's got to be. Oh, I'm, I have the wrong thing up here, though. Uh, sorry about that. I have the wrong thing up here. But uh, tell me some Raptors while I'm pulling that up here. Some Raptors you're looking at since you're the Raptors fan. <laughs> I'm looking at, uh, you know, the Bo Cruz uh, Euro Basket champion, Juancho Hernan Gomez, at uh, oh, wow, uh, 5,400 5, now. Actually, he was 3600 when I was looking at before. No, he's 3600 yeah. he's uh, His captain uh, price is the 5400 so. Oh, okay. Just like at the awesome. utility. Yeah, he's 3600 Yeah, yeah, he's definitely top of my yeah. list. Yeah, go ahead. That's the guy I was looking at, especially because uh, I think the game against Brooklyn, he's kind of getting more used to the Raptors system. He was getting a few steals. And with all these forwards out, he's going to get some PT. And uh, I just th- I really like him at 3600 You know, just a low-value guy who's going to get a lot of minutes, a lot of opportunity, too. 
Yeah, so smart money, you know, you stack Luca with some of these cheaper guys. Watch over on Gomez at 3,600. Uh, I like Gary Trent Jr. at 5,200. I like that Young, 6,400. He's been killing it recently. And I, of course, I like Chris Boucher also, 7,000. You know, that's not necessarily cheap, but uh, but you could easily fit those guys in in a single game showdown. So if you stack those guys with Luca, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say you're guaranteed in the money, but, you know, it's hard to go wrong with that. It just seems yeah. so easy. Uh, what you can though do, though, and you mentioned it already, Ramiz, but if you want to be a contrarian and, you know, this might be the way that you win those those fields is you take Fred Van Vliet as your captain. Uh, he's at, uh, I think he said 12-3 was his price there. And so he's a bit of a pivot there from Luca. Uh, and, you know, if you take him there, you can also afford guys, you know, OG Anobi's an easy guy to squeeze in there also. Uh, you could get, obviously, Luca just not necessarily as your captain, just spend a little bit less for him. So if you go that route, it's going to make you a little bit different from the field, and it is a good way to to win it. But, you know, it is a risky thing. I think the smart money goes with, uh, with Luca at the captain and then take some of the uh, – uh, uh, cheaper, uh, you know, Raptors guys. So pretty. It seems like it's a, just a pretty straightforward slate. To me, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. In case because you can just basically cover all grounds, right? You're covering the fact that Luca might go off, or you're covering the fact that you're looking at a a Thad Young or a Juancho or Boucher to probably go off, right? Yeah. So uh, so I'll probably throw something in there. Probably not a whole lot of money, but uh, maybe just a single entry. Uh, okay, but let's move on to the main slate, and we actually only have three games on this main slate. Um, not a whole lot of injury news really to stay on top of. I'm not, I'm only going to mention stuff that's kind of new. Uh, you know, some of the you know, regular people that are out, they, they're they're going to stay out. So unless I say they're in, you know, they should still be out. But Alpern Shingun though uh, is a big one to keep our eyes on because he was out in this last game. Um, he's already been, I believe, marked out for this game on Saturday. So you know, I'll be looking at some Bruno Fernando, Usman Garuba. Uh, Jabari Smith in that in that instance, Eric Gordon, Ju- Eric Gordon Jr. Not Jr. Eric Gordon <laughs> also uh, is going to be out. Uh, so I think you know, guys like Kenya Martin Jr. Uh, get a little bit of a bump there. Just some extra scoring for everybody, basically. Uh, Mike Conley's still out, I assume. Um, we did get a little bit of, a bit of a weird update though, um, but I think he's going to be out for the next one or two games at least. So. Um, you, know, you can look at some of those Utah guys as well. They're going to be on a back-to-back. But, uh, but Ramiz, we've got three games here, so let's just go ahead and just start with all of them. You know, LA Lakers and the San Antonio Spurs. For this game, we have a uh, three-point spread. The Lakers are favored by three points. Um, they just beat up on the Spurs tonight, so it's going to be a back-to-back game with two same, two same teams. Uh, got a game total right now of 232, so kind of a high game total there. And I do like some guys in this game. Uh, obviously, LBJ was back in this one. I I want to lean towards him sitting out a back-to-back, but, I mean, maybe he does play. Um, but I still like Anthony Davis. I really do. I think he had a, a good game tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. Not necessarily an absolutely killer game, but it's only a three-game slate, so you're going to have to have somebody you spend up on. So uh, I've got three guys I actually like spending up on here, but I do like some Anthony Davis at 11,000. How about you? Yep, he's also on my list. But uh, like you said, like it's just uh, they're playing a back-to-back. So you're wondering if LeBron is going to play. You're wondering if AD, they're going to play him again or maybe not. Uh, but this game was actually a pretty tight game. I mean, the high-scoring team, the LA Lakers, this last game, they only won, they only scored 105 points, right? So, But I think this was a good testament to kind of see how AD would play with LeBron. Would he still get those numbers, those fantasy points for you, even if you were spending that high? And he kind of passed the test. He dropped, uh, I believe, 25 and like 15. So I think I think 80 is another safe bet to go with again because I mean, you're kind of expecting the same team to give up the same results, right? 
Yeah. And I've been attacking those Spurs in the center position, even though, as I said in the last show, you know, Anthony Davis isn't necessarily a true center. He still plays that way for the for the Lakers. You know, he's still the guy that they're going to go to in the low to mid post uh, and expect him to go get a bucket. So I still like him at 11,000. I've got one more guy from the Lakers side on this. I don't have a whole lot of interest on the Spurs side, to be honest with you. I think you can play guys like Devin Vassell, but he climbed up about $400. So not super interesting. I think Pirtle's a guy. I'd have my eyes on a 7K. You know, he might have a good game, too. Uh, Keldon Johnson, 6'8", you know, obviously he's been having some struggles as of late. Um, but put up a pretty decent line against the, the Lakers last night. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. So I, I think you can play some of these Spurs. But I actually, the guy in the Lakers I have uh, a lot of interest in here is Thomas Bryant at 3,200. Uh, again, you know, or sorry, 3,500. Again, you know, it's it's the Spurs. I, I attacked them. I attacked them down low. Uh, Thomas Bryant has had a game where he scored 25, 26 DK points when he came back. You know, it's just a matter of him getting minutes. Uh, I think if the Lakers make a make a, make this a blowout early, then he might get a few extra minutes there. And so, you know, I'm not going to play him with Anthony Davis because if I'm scripting this game to be a blowout, then Anthony Davis is only going to play three quarters. So uh, I'd rather spin up on somebody else. But I, I do like some Thomas Bryant at 3,500. Any other guys you like in this game? No, yeah, Thomas Bryant is definitely a guy I would look at, especially if you look at LeBron going out, you look at possibly AD going out. Thomas Bryant is definitely like a guy you want to have a must-have. I also do want to give some shout to uh, Trey Jones. I think Trey Jones is eventually like he's getting his uh he's on the radar now for most people. I feel like at six thousand, he's been playing pretty solid at the point guard position. He's got thirty two DK fantasy points against the uh, the Lakers at like nineteen five assists. He's been having some good stretch of games. I think uh, if you're not willing to spend too much high on the Vassals and the uh, Keldon Johnsons, I think Trey Jones is a good shout. Yeah, Trey Jones is a guy I often overlook, so you could be onto something there. And, uh, you know, maybe he has a good game here. And, uh, you know, the Lakers aren't necessarily a good defensive team, so I don't mind that at all. Uh, okay, moving on, though. Let's move on to the next game. This is the one I've got a ton, ton, ton of interest in. I'll probably have a lot of guys from this game. I've got a very long list. So let's just get down to it. The OKC Thunder against the Houston Rockets. And uh, this, these guys are both on back-to-backs. They're both... Not great teams, but they are exciting teams. They do like to keep games close. It's a 233 game total. It's the highest on the slate in terms of game totals go. And the Thunder are favored by two points. Um, Ramiz, let me let you start it off, man. So tell me who you're looking at on the, on the uh, OKC side or the Houston side in this game. Uh, for OKC, I'm going with Shea, man. I mean, in a three-game slate, I think Shea's definitely a good shout because you're going to have to spend high, and we already mentioned AD as one. Why not go with Shea as well? He played, like, a ton of minutes today against your Chicago Bulls, and he delivered. I mean, he's constantly been delivering and delivering, and why Why would you want to bet against him, you know? <laughs> Let him win you win you some points. I do want to say Darius basically at 3,500 is kind of at the mark where I'm like, I mean, he's a low-risk, high-reward type guy. He can easily score buckets. I mean, they don't really have a center. So maybe it might not be him, but there's basically, you could, I don't think you can also buy low on uh, Jerome Robinson Earl. These are these guys, because they're rotating as centers. You don't really have like a solidified player who's capping at the position. Yeah, I'm not. I just, still not bought into Darius Baisley as like a long-term basketball player, so it's hard for me to, to suggest him. I mean, I think it is fine at 3,500, like you said. Um, you know, there's not a whole lot of risk there because it is a very small salary. Um, the one thing that I, I'm concerned me with him is, is just his uh, his minute totals, which have been kind of fluctuating, and uh, you know, it just seems like the the 
Thunder are kind of moving on from him. But uh, I didn't look at his line tonight. I'm, uh, he might have played some more minutes. I know he they played the Bulls. I was kind of half watching it because I was at work. Um, actually, let me pull it up here. I've got it here. Let's just go go get the information. It's right at our fingertips. Um, basically played 20 minutes, so that's decent. He's 709 from the field, two for four from three, two blocks, 17 points. So yeah, that would be absolutely fire if you got him at 3500 and you put up that stat line. So good call. Um, just hard for me to buy because he's just he's not very good. He hasn't been good since that bubble. But um, but if they're going to give him 20 minutes, then yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I do have Jer- Jeremiah Robinson Earl. You mentioned him, JRE, on my, on my uh, list here. I've also got Giddy at 6'9". You know, I think that's a fair price, but I think, you know, a small slate, we're looking for guys in that range. And all the guys that are in that range, he's kind of the guy that sticks out to me. This is a matchup, obviously, with the Houston Rockets where it's going to be a lot of pace, a lot of scoring, a lot of back and forth, just a lot of uh, a lot of ego on both sides. So uh, so I like some Josh Katie at 6'9". You know, he could put up a very big line. Um, usually I like to play him more when, when SGA is off the floor, but I don't mind playing him here just on this small slate where we need some options. Um, Lou Dort, I'll also say 5'9". I've got some interest in him as well. Um, you know, constantly overlooked. Not necessarily a consistent offensive player. He is very up and down. A little bit of a sink or swim type play here. Uh, but I think if he is, you know, making shots and being aggressive on the offensive end here, he can beat that price tag for sure. Uh, and I'm always going to p- point out Jalen Williams at 4,400. I just think this kid is impressive. You know, he didn't put up a very big line against my Bulls, I don't think. Uh, as I said, I was half watching it. Let me see here. And he, he's quiet tonight. Yeah, eight points, two rebounds, one assist. Not very much, but 20 minutes, you know, that's also kind of lower than it has been. He's been getting 30-plus minutes uh, pretty much regularly, so a little surprising he didn't get that tonight. But, hey, the Thunder wanted to win the game. They did what they had to do to win. Uh, I'm ticked off, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, but, no, I do like Jalen Williams off 4,400. I think that's a good dice roll as well. And then I'll, I'll throw one other guy on the Thunder as well, just because I love to stack against the, the Rockets. Uh, Isaiah Joe at 3,200. Um, a guy that's still got a lot of potential. Yeah, he's got a lot of potential. It's a very low price tag. Um, you know, he got some minutes tonight, and he did what he did. I mean, when he gets in the game, he's he's shooting. He was two for six from the field, only eight points, two rebounds. But, um, you know, if he's going to get – it's a back-to-back. So if he's going to get maybe 20 to 25 minutes, and we can hope for that, then I think that uh, at that price tag, he's going to absolutely smash it if he uh, gets up those shots. So anyone on the Houston side that you like here? Uh, I like uh, KJ Martin at 4300, and I like KPJ. I like the, but because also it's because I'm I'm looking at Jalen Green, Josh Christopher, and uh, because these guys were questionable before the game started, so are they going to play on this back to back? That's something to definitely look, take a look at. But uh, if they're all playing, I do I still like KJ Martin at 4300. I think he's kind of getting more into the rotation. He's kind of I think he started this last game if I'm not wrong. And he had a pretty good game against the Hawks. They actually won the game, too, which is surprising. (laughs) But uh, Jalen Green, KPJ, I think you're always good to go one of them because of how much shots they're going to get, how much time they're going to have the ball in their hands. And uh, at third prices, I think you're good with any one of those, two. Yeah, I like I love KJ Martin here, uh, 4300. Like you said, you know I, I just love that play. Um, I think especially with Eric Gordon out, he's going to be getting a little bit more often of the offensive touches here. Um, I think it's long overdue. I think they need to just I don't know sit Eric Gordon, trade him. I mean I've been saying trade him, but they haven't. So uh, either way though, yeah, KJ Martin seems like a smash play at 4300 to me. I like some Jabari Smith Jr. though. 
at 5,800 also. Um, you know, this is a, a team in the OKC Thunder, another team that I like to, you know, target them down low. They have a very weak interior. I know Pokashevsky was trying to guard Vucevic tonight, and he was going off in the first <laughs> half. So, uh, you know, they don't really have a good interior presence. So I do like some Jabari Smith Jr. here, and hopefully he can, you know, shoot a little bit better than he has so far in his career. Uh, no Eric Gordon. I do like also like some Tari Eason. I'm trying to see right now. Uh, how many minutes he got tonight, but uh, he's been getting a few minutes here and there. And again, you know, no Eric Gordon in this one. So uh, I'm hoping that he gets a few additional minutes. Um, I've almost got that back score up if I could actually think. There we go. Uh, KG Martin played 34 minutes. So that's a, that's a eye opening number there. We love that. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr. played 38 minutes and Tarisa got 19. So, you know, 19 minutes. Not a whole lot, but he's a point-per-minute type of monster. And, then, you know, again, we're hoping on a back-to-back, maybe some of the starters sit an additional two, three, four minutes, and he gets those two, three, four minutes, and that's going to put him over the top for me. Um, put up six points and seven rebounds and a steal in those uh, 19 minutes. So he does put up a lot of stats while he's out there. Um, and then, you know, again, you know, Noel from Shagoon. So I do have some interest in Bruno, Bruno Fernando at 4,100. And some Usman Garuba at 3,700. I think Usman Garuba is going to have a lot of ownership, though, so I would be aware of that. I view this as Bruno Fernando being actually a pivot off of Usman Garuba. But uh, as far as under 4K guys go on this site, Ramiz, I think Usman Garuba is my uh, my go-to there because, um, let's see, his line tonight, again, 19 minutes, 9 points, uh, 3 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks, 1 steal. He's another guy that seems to be putting up um, fantasy points in bunches. So if we get that kind of line from him again and he gets a few extra minutes again, then uh, then we're really cooking. So anyone else you like in this game? No, no. I think Wisman Guru is definitely a good shout, especially, like you said, they don't have any solid interior presence. So they might take a little bit of kind of place on small ball. And at 3,700, I think he's definitely a good pick. Yeah. So, yeah, looking at 4K and under guys, I think he's my favorite. All right, let's move on to the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz. And I have to reconnect my uh, my website here. But it looks like we have a game total for it, which is currently loading. Um, but, uh, no, this is an interesting matchup, though. Uh, here we go. Utah Jazz, Phoenix Suns. Uh, the Suns are favored by seven points. So, it, you know, maybe the the one game on the slate that could be a blowout. Um, but, you know, the Jazz have been playing really, really well. And uh, 230 is the game total at this point. At this point, so um, you know the Jazz are playing the Warriors right now as we speak. It's kind of man. That's a that, that must be a really late game because they, it can't be that quick of a turnaround. But anyways, uh, Jazz are losing to the, uh, the the Warriors as we speak now. Um, but I do have some interest in this game, Remy's. I mean, you have to. That's a three game slate. So, uh, but I like some Devin Booker at 9700, especially if I think the J- Utah Jazz are going to keep this game close. Uh, no Chris Paul again, of course. So, you know, I think D book has really gotten a lot of uh, extra usage because of that. So I might want to say, I mean, let me ask you this between D- Devin Booker and Shea Gildas Alexander, which guy do you think you'd want to play more? Oh my God. This is a tough choice. I would personally go with Shea because I just think Shea is just OKC. Like, I think the Suns are kind of different in terms that they run a kind of a system. They run a whole office where OKC, the whole system is Shea. So you can't, I think his usage is going to be way more than Booker. You know, Booker could definitely have a monster night. I mean, he's also on my list at 9,700. 
Yeah, and I don't think you can play both guys, but I think um, I think if you do play book, I think you're going to have some lower ownership there. So if you're playing GPPs, I think that might be the way to go. If you want to have a few you know lineups there with uh, book instead of Shea, then you're going to be a little bit different there. And uh, but I think the I think what you said there means is, is is correct, and that's what most people are going to think and, and gravitate towards is you know Shea's kind of the more uh, lock it in, you know, you're going to get that value from him. Uh, I do also like some DeAndre Ayton here at 7,200. Uh, Utah Jazz, another team. Uh, they're all playing tonight, but another team I've been aggressively attacking their interior, and uh, it's been paying dividends, man. They've still got Kelly Olynyk in there for God knows what reason. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, he's he's playing Kelly Olynyk basketball, which means he's uh, probably fouling or playing on the perimeter. Uh, so, yeah, Ayton at 7,200. You know, he's a guy that started the season slow. Uh, I called that he was going to have a good game i think it was like uh four or five days ago and he did uh so i'm gonna go gonna go with it again how do you feel about deandre Ayton? i think he's a really good pick at like he's uh his values i believe it was around like 7200 mm-hmm. and his without chris paul he still has him getting a lot more shots that i feel like he should be getting like even this last game against uh playing the lakers when he played he had a uh 11 shots in total and he got 40 dk fantasy points but like the last time they faced against utah he still had a monster game so I think with if he, as long as he gets shots, he's he's gonna get his value for sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so I do like him there. I think he's gonna have some. I don't know about low ownership. It's only three games, but I think he'll have some reasonable ownership on this slate. Um, on the other side of the ball, I mean, you know, the Utah Jazz. It's kind of the same story as always. You know, we're targeting. I am at least targeting that the, that guard rotation. Uh, Jordan Clarkson jumped a little bit in price. So he's a little bit priced out at this point to me. I think you're paying for what you get there with Jordan Clarkson, honestly. But, you know, I'm going to take your call from last time, uh, Ramiz. I'm going to say Colin Sex at 4,900 is my guy. As I'm watching my guy uh, Malik Beasley, that was my guy tonight, uh, put up a dud 4 for 14 so far from the field. Uh, you know, and that happens with, with Yeah, that happens. Guys. Yeah, with guys like Malik Beasley, he started like 0 for 6. So it, it is what it is. We move on. It, you know, you can't really project it too much. But uh, actually, Malik Beasley has five steals. So that's kind of interesting to look at. Um, but uh, no, Colin Sexton, though, I think, you know, at 40, I can't remember his price now, 4,900. Yeah, uh, I think that's a, I think it's a reasonable, you know, price point for him. And maybe you see a little bit less Clarkson in this game because the Suns do make it a little bit of a blowout. So if you're scripting this as a blowout, the Suns are going to go up 15, 20 and just kind of stay there and, and not, it's not going to be a game. Then Sexton's probably going to shoot up by, you know, the guys that want to roster because he's going to get a few more minutes, um, going to get a few more shots and hopefully he'll be able to put up, you know, 30 ish DK points and, and hit that six X value for us. So anyone you like on that Utah jazz side, I like Laurie Markkinen. I think Markkinen, like, even against the toughest teams, he's still able to find his value against those teams. I mean, even against the Warriors currently, the guy, he's at 22 points and six rebounds, which is still pretty solid considering how great of a defensive team Warriors can be. But even the game against the Suns last time, he went off. He had 38 points, hit up to 52, 53 DK fantasy points. And at 8,100, I think... Like you said, it's a three-game slate, right? So you're going to have to spend high somewhere, and I think Markin is definitely a good shot to look at. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also like THT. He's also he's kind of like a, a, a risky pick because he's he hasn't been playing a lot. He's kind of been inconsistent. But at 4,100, you know, you're looking at a team where I think Utah is still trying to win games, and I think that's where his foul can come in, where he plays. He impacts the game in multiple assets, in multiple ways. And with Mike Conley out, he might play some point guard, you know. 
you never know. And, uh, yeah, you, I was just looking at his line tonight, and it's absolutely horrendous. But uh, he could have a bounce-back game here. 12 minutes, 0-5 from the field, 0-4 from three. Ugh, disgusting. Uh, but, you know, hey, that means that no one's going to be owning him. So if you do own him and he ends up playing 20 minutes and putting up, you know, uh, 25 or so DK points, then you win. You know, uh, that's how you win it, win stuff like this. So uh, I don't mind that at all, for sure. So, uh, But that's really all I've got in that game. Any other guys you're looking at, uh, you know, process slate that we didn't cover yet? Uh, no, I think we had everything. All right, perfect. So let's go ahead and move on to the Thrive Fantasy plays. If you guys aren't on Thrive Fantasy, go to thrivefantasy.com. Use promo code ETHOS, and you're going to sign up there and get a $250 deposit match bonus, and you're going to go ahead and win some money. And then you're going to give me some. No, I mean, you don't have to do that. But that'd be nice of you. But uh, no, thrivefantasy.com. Go there. That's a, it's a mobile app. There's a website. Uh, and go play those big tournaments. I've got some plays here from that tournament um in the contest lobby i've got one two three four five plays here that i like so a pretty good number here i think it's only 10 uh so you can actually just play all five of these and and uh, and win so there you go uh shea gilders alexander over 28 and a half points and that's 95 points that seems like a shoe in for me uh Ramiz already said it it's okc thunder everything pretty much runs through shea uh you know if they're ha- gonna have a good game they're gonna keep this competitive shea's gonna have to have a good game so uh 28.5 points seems very doable for me as long as he's not uh, absolutely awful and, and having a bad day uh josh giddy over five and a half assists, and that's 80 points. Just take the free square. I feel like, uh, you know, this is a very low number for Josh Giddy. Uh, they're not giving a whole lot of points for it, so obviously they're thinking it's going to – has a good chance of hitting as well. Um, I really don't think there's any opportunity here that he misses this in a very high-octane, up-paced, uh, you know, matchup with the Houston Rockets. Jamari Smith Jr., over 19 and a half points and rebounds, and that's 100 points. That's a 50-50 there. Um, but again, you know, OKC, weak as heck on the inside. They've got nobody there. Uh, I'm looking for big things from Jamari Smith, man. I know he's had... An up-and-down season. I mean, he's a rookie, but, uh, you know, it's been very up-and-down for him, mostly down. So I'm looking for him to have a good game here and start to turn things around. We, we've seen rookies just kind of click in games like this, uh, so hopefully he can put up a big line for us. Anthony Davis, over 39.5 points, rebounds, and assists, 105 points for that one. They're giving us plus odds. I mean, not only are they giving us a pretty low line for the points, rebounds, and assists for Anthony Davis, but they're giving us plus odds here, which is just kind of strange to me. This feels like a trap, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and walk right into it. And uh, hopefully LeBron doesn't play on the back-to-back. You know, and uh, they're playing the Spurs again. Again, it's a good matchup for Anthony Davis. So um, I think he's going to hit that, no problem. And then the last one I've got here is Devin Booker, over 38.5 points, rebounds, and assists. I think it's going to be a close game, even though it's a seven-point spread, according to Vegas. Uh, I think this game will be closer. The Jazz seem to stick with people, uh, don't go away. So... You know, hopefully this is a close game. That means Devin Booker is going to be on the floor as much as possible. And, uh, again, no Chris Paul, so he's got some additional usage there. So uh, some I'm expecting, you know, six, seven, eight assists, maybe four or five rebounds, and then, of course, 25, 30 points, something around there. Uh, and that's going to be an easy number for him to hit for, I think. So that's it. That's going to do it for us, Ramiz. We are done. And uh, if you guys want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at, at BSBP Keith. And, Ramiz, where can people find you, man? They can also find me at Twitter at two nice will be T-O-0 underscore nice underscore. Absolutely. Go follow us both. And uh, until then, go get that money.